Hello, my friend. Before we start this amazing episode, I want to invite you to the personal Patreon page of this podcast. If you love what's being done here and want to keep the podcast and the meditations free to the public, then you can come on over to our brand new community on Patreon and donate $11.11 a month and all proceeds will go towards keeping this free, keeping this going. Plus, we'll be building a community together and I'll give you bonus material. You can explore this option in the description of this podcast or just go to patreon.com slash Dr. Reese. Let's begin. Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. Are you ready to go beyond the body again? Welcome to episode number 98. Today, I'm welcoming back Dr. Robert Morse. He was here for Beyond the Body Part 1 on episode number 49. And here we are again, about to go even deeper. So sit down, relax, and take in this beautiful, invaluable recording. Let's begin. So welcome back to the podcast, Dr. Morse. Yeah, it's good to be here with you. You know, the last time you were on this podcast, you said that you like to sit in your garden and you like to do viewing. That's your term. You said, I like to do some viewing. Mm -hmm. Can you shine some light on what you meant? Well, you know, in the day-to-day world around my clinic, it's busy. And there's a lot of people that are uh, pulling at one's attention. And so I try to always be in the now with that anyway, because taking me out of that would lower my ability to help you for a lot of reasons. So viewing for me is just like we used in the military years ago, remote viewing. We used psychics or people that could out-of-body travel, and then we would always go over to the Russians or they'd come over to us. I mean, it was, there was remote viewing. So I like to view because that's how I look at what's coming energetically. I can, you know, in the now you see, you can see everything that's coming mm-hmm. as much as you're allowed to, um, to, to handle. That's all I can say, because as you, as you pull yourself more in this presence of the now of consciousness, it then becomes how conscious can you become because there's a lot of realms of consciousness it's like consciousness some people think is just the defined in all and in a sense it is in the in the present moment but there's degrees of that Mm. so intense that again you can only go so far with that and maintain that human body at all Mm. so i like to get as much to that as i can so i can you because when you look at the whole thing, think about this. All, all creation is, is consciousness mm-hmm. learning to express itself through duality. Would you say that remote viewing is similar or the same thing as out-of-body travel? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. So just two different names. Two different. You know, really, out-of-body travel, 
kind of is an illusionary thing in one sense of the word because, and I'll give you an example because we were talking about, it, I think, the last time. I was so much into traveling, like one beautiful place to another, higher lands, higher levels of, of awareness and stuff like this. And you get up to the cosmic consciousness levels. And I mean, it's all thrilling and all this sort of stuff. And then I had this voice coming through me saying, well, traveler, who's the traveler? Mm. I've always been big on who's the who, right? Mm -hmm. So then I started realizing, you know, I wasn't being now as much as I thought I was. I was involved in traveling and viewing and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so then I just realized that I had to be more in the now and then I quit traveling as much because you can see so much more in the now. Traveling's like thought. How now can you get? How now can you get? That's a bottom line to it. And it's intense when you, when you learn the now and then you learn how to keep more and more and more into that now. The intensity is unreal. I was going to ask you that because when you travel astral or soul traveler what, what have you that's not the now it and is not and so a, there's a lot of folks out there that are doing soul travel and whatnot and they're not i mean they can be considered a mystic but are they technically enlightened are they technically right. self-realized i love what you just said because what you just said is basically Twitchell talked a lot about that. And you see a lot about that when you pull yourself into the now, then you start to see where those that are talking about that or those that are involved in what you're saying has not quite pulled themselves into that level. But I'll tell you, it's the subtleties of the mind. Oh my God. The subtleties of the mind to come in and make you think you're in the now. See, there's that side of it too. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've had a few experiences, what they would call in Zen as a Satori, just a few. And, you know, I've had teachers say, you know, don't get too hung up on that because that's just a glimpse. That's just a glimpse. And, you know, sometimes we can see the lights and we can have these amazing feelings and buzzing and vibrational energy, but that's not the end game, is it? That's just what you see on the path well that's it that's what you're viewing but who's the viewer right see and when i get on in my zone so to speak i try to become the viewer and let the view happen mm. mm -hmm. the intensity of that you know the, the alone state a lot of people run from that because the intensity of that is unreal sure and you know, I just a few episodes ago, I had a, a notorious mindfulness teacher named Shinzen Young on, and we went into depth on the detox process of enlightenment. Forget the body. What Gotama the Buddha was talking about when he was under the tree and all the visions and all the craziness. And perhaps Jesus talked about it in the desert too. And you know, seeing the devil. And sometimes when we do long-term determined sitting, <laughs> we can go through a detox process, which is very similar to the physical body, which you teach. So you can have a healing event with your body if you go on all fruit or fasting, but you can also have an event when you're alone for a long period of time, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Depends what you got stored. You know, when you start going raw, 
and you start alkalizing and going raw. You're going raw. You're going energetic. You're going energy. You know, you're going chemistry, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going energetically, and you're also going consciousness, because when you look at foods, you can talk about the chemistry of it, but that's man and his, his lower levels. And you talk about the energy of it, but there's also the consciousness of that plant. And all that that goes in and, and is specific to certain cells of the human body. So we warn everybody that starts this journey, because we're not talking to the human body here. We're talking to the individual consciousness that has that body. And that, yeah, you're going to detoxify your body. But guess what's coming? You're going to move right up the chakra chain. You're going to see the emotional detox coming. That's your next, next level because that's your adrenals. And that, of course, hitchhikes the kidneys. So stress, uh, uh, emotions, anxieties, things like that, when you have weakened adrenals or whatever, shuts down your ability to release, you know, and release the toxins of the human body, but release the toxins of the emotional body too. But all these bodies are dualistic bodies. If you spend time playing in that and working on detoxing your emotional body and your mental body, you might be here a long time. You'd be better off to get yourself in the now and let all that work itself out. Because this is a time where there's a word I'm telling people, just watch. Become the watcher, the observer, right? Yeah. Because you're going to see the divine come in and start changing all this stuff that is corrupt. Yeah, I practice, I practice like self-inquiry, mm -hmm. you know, self-noting, contemplation. It could be called different things, vipassana, watching, watching it happen because the mind is going to go here and there oh, yeah. and here and there. You're not watching. You're part of the drama. Well, that means you're less awake. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's so simple mm. in theory. On paper, it's so simple. I get on this podcast and I tell people, Look, you just got to... Stop thinking. Yeah, you got <laughs> to get your mind to surrender. And then you can use it as a tool, right? But you, you, it's it. And the only way you can get the mind to surrender is quit playing with it. Quit being your mind. Quit being your thoughts. Mm. Because everybody lives in their thoughts. <laughs> you live from one thought to another thought to another thought to another thought. And if you keep working in that position of observation of the now, and you're not focusing, and I keep saying that the best way to, to understand that is when you get these paintings that have all the dots on them, and you're looking at the dots, and there's nothing but dots. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you do the Buddha thing and don't give a hoot and look back, like looking at an aura, you will then see the picture behind the dots. Mm. On the last episode, Beyond the Body Part 1, I'm going to call this Beyond the Body Part 2. You talked about that experience where they took you right out of your bed. They took you up, okay? I think you were in your early 20s, right? You're just, you're just on the fruit. You're, you're, you're reading the tiger's fang. It's all happening at the same time. You know, you know this, is, this is 50 years ago. What did you see from those Akashic records? Too much. Hmm. That's a good answer. It's intense. So this is why I keep saying, pull yourself back to the present moment because there's too much. Creation is so packed and so leveled 
humans on this planet have no idea all the beings that are here with them. Some are enjoying the same bodies they are. Some are bodied themselves. So this planet right now, I, I think I mentioned it the last time, is like a Star Wars bar to me. Yeah. Where are you from? Right. I married someone a couple of years ago at one of my seminars, and I looked at her and I said, walk in, huh? She looks at me and goes, how do you know? I said, I see you. And she said, no one knows. I said, just here? Shortly. So you, there's a lot of this going on here. And all I can say is that we have to awaken. The human state has to awaken. It's about to get its butt kicked. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I guess that's how things rock. I, I don't pretend to care or know because it's too intense. Because there's a part of me that wants to pull a warrior thing right now because of what's going on, you know. Right. And I told you when I came down in here, that was there was multitudes of beings with me. So, and they were all light beings and I'm going, what is going on? And we were all coming down in here. So who knows? I had an enlightened teacher once tell me that he only saw his Akashic records once and that was enough. And you know, you don't want to get trapped in the, you know, oh. going, going to look at it and looking at your past. Cause again, it's taking you out of the now. Well, let's, let's focus on that what part of you moves you moves you around the awareness your awareness your attention so if you put your attention back on past experiences guess what you light up you're going into a dead room turning on the light switch and you're going to relive it you know i had a, a good uh, soul that i've had past lives with and she went back in a past life and she was raped as a native american and she relived the experience mm. and she said holy crap i said you went in a dark room and turned on the light switch honey your attention is your power is the power that makes things happen or not happen if you don't want something to happen remove your attention from it or like buddha said don't give to it. You know, so, I mean, it, it's that sort of thing. So your attention is the driver of the mind, of emotions, of everything. And it's like, where do you have it? And if you have it placed on things or have it placed in using your mind, then that's where you, you take yourself from this unlimited being into this small little paradigm of cycles and karmics and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Okay, I guess, but for those that have been around a while, there's a lot of them that want out. Well, you know, Gautama, the Buddha himself, again, in the Diamond Sutra, one of my favorite ancient scriptures, he talks about his past life being chopped to pieces. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be careful what you want, because you're right now, you're the best you've ever been. And just realize that whatever you're involved in is your karmetic uh, move. In other words, if you have different problems, tumors, sickness, whatever, whatever, work through it. Work through it, work through it, work through it. That's your karma. You created this somewhere in past lives, whatever, work through it. No matter what, work through it. Keep pulling yourself in the now. Let all these things work itself out, and they'll work themselves out. If you get too involved, you keep, keep yourself here, rotating and rotating around and around, the will of 84. You know, and you just got to pull back no matter how you're suffering or who you see suffering and realize it had to set it up this way karmatically you never know what you see a soul and their journey has been or anyone they've hurt in these in, in creation you know. i have that in my my little notes here the wheel of 84 the zodiac where does that come into play that's on my notes right here is that funny yeah 
the will of the 84. Whatever they want to call the cycles of uh, birth, life, and death, you know, and reincarnation. But Samsara. Yeah. But it, it just, and it doesn't matter what body you're in going through it, obviously. So it's you as, as an individualized expression taking responsibility for your actions. And that's what I said earlier. If you understand that you are pure consciousness learning to manifest in duality, and that this is why you see the different levels, and some are working themselves up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got some uh, pretty low levels on this planet. And um, what about past lives as animals or plants? Been there. Yeah. And you don't want to go past the animal because yeah. you have the most incredible sense of claustrophobia you've ever had. Matter of fact, I wouldn't advise it. I went back into plant life and uh, I I couldn't wait for them to pull me out of there. It was uh, uh, extremely claustrophobic. Mm. You have to understand consciousness at some of these levels, even though you might want to argue more than now, but uh, extremely limited. So we want to be human. <laughs> you, well, it's the highest level. It's time to go higher than that because there's other beings everywhere. I mean, the human is a lower species. They're, I mean, I don't know if people told you that travel, but the human consciousness is the, one of the lower ones. So the human has got to start lifting itself up a little more. I mean, we still kill each other. You see what happened in the, in the, in the elections here. You still see the corruption everywhere. The government's so full of corruption. That's the planet you're on. You know, this is a warring, this is considering a warring planet among the spiritual people. Could be on another planet, right? Mm-hmm. Well. Could be a plant on Mars or something. <laughs> there are so many planes, but get this, there's so many dimensions within the planes. Mm. So not only has my father, had room, a mansion has many rooms, <laughs> there are frequencies within, fre- I mean, life is, I mean, it's, it's beyond staggering. So that's why you cannot comprehend it through individual consciousness you have to pull back to where you're outside of duality, you know, outside of seeing yourself as an individual, because consciousness, you don't see yourself. And you don't see yourself as an individual. You are an individual in the intensity of that awareness, but it's not something you're seeing at, because you can't look at consciousness because that's the end all. Mm. That's, that's where everything originates. So there's nothing behind it except deeper levels of it. So when you get into creation, that manifests that frequencies and levels beyond i mean can't even comprehend anything like that in the individual form sometimes it's good not to even try to comprehend Uh, yeah i've I've heard another guru once say he was given a sat saying a talk and one of the students asked they said you know have you ever seen angels and this that and the other and he says yeah but i don't pay him any attention (laughs) <laughs> angels and stuff you know man has a lot to to wake up to yeah and uh himself is one of them you know and his need for freedom and stuff like this you know the social consciousness is negative forces are heavily pressing right now mm. so I, I heard a chinese this guy was way up there in government and he said you know we we consider the family the unit the individual no we don't consider the individual. We consider the family. Well, that would be family and family government and stuff like that. 
And he said, you Americans consider the individual. And I said, you're right on, my friend, because the family is made of individuals. And as soon as you remove the individuality of someone, you've lost their freedom. Mm. You know, and the more that is, and you just see that. So you want to hold on to that individuality and freedom. And if those out there, especially the young people, realize that everything comes through you. You create everything. You don't rely on government. You don't rely on anybody for your experience. You rely on yourself for your experience. You're where the buck stops. Always. You are consciousness or being this, Manifesting. you want to call it. But you are responsible for your body and your mind. Total. I mean, if you think someone else is responsible for your journey, you're smoking something pretty bad in the back room mm. because you are on your own journey here. And that's the sad thing. Humans don't know enough to educate in a higher level, you know, where they're taking an individual that's young because these new souls coming in are very aware. And I'm finding they're having a hard time with the existing consciousness because obvious they're coming in with higher levels. And we're, you know, except for people like you and me and others out there trying to lift this up, you're seeing your kids being quite aware. And those parents that are using the raw foods, holy crap, mm. these beings are going to be very powerful and uh, very awake. And it's exciting to see, but you can see in these times they're needed. But we have to be careful that the negative forces don't crush those beings, those souls. Because you know that's what they're going to try to do. Do you remember trying the easy way by Paul Twitchell? That was one of his methods. The easy way. Which one was that one? That's been years, man. That's that 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 is sitting in a chair, meditating, and envisioning yourself, watching yourself from across the world. That, or you can go in bed at night and and look down from the ceiling at yourself and things mm -hmm. like that. that's an old Rosicrucian thing too. You know, anytime you want to get out of your body, just put yourself wherever you want to go and let go of the body. Who cares? Can you get stuck though? Out. Yeah. Out. No. No. You can feel like you can. You can feel like you can, but you won't get stuck. You'll get back in. It'll help pull you right back in or you'll get back in. Let me tell you, you're not going to leave e your body. E even if you're, you're, you're in Florida, but you just took a trip to India, you still come back. Boom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But learn that you don't have to take that trip out of body. What were you asking me about viewing? See what I'm saying? Consciousness doesn't, doesn't move. Right. And the, remember, the secret I told you is none of you guys are here. You're all in consciousness. This is just the body and your attention is being fo focused through your bodies. So kind of, none of us are really here. We're all conscious. It's kind of the like illusion is, is that your, your emotions and your mind and your thoughts, they're taking that and limiting that. Because kind of, it's kind of like the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. one big body exactly. of. Exactly. We are consciousness expressing ourselves in individual form. But as consciousness, we can't be individual form and be consciousness. Yeah. But we can be consciousness and use individual form. Mm. Even though individual form is within consciousness. So what would you, what's the difference between the soul body and the astral body? Whew. If I was going to say there's a soul body, I would say that is the first step into Satnam, uh, where you might maintain an individualized consciousness to a certain degree. Uh, I know a lot of manifesting is going on in the soul plane, but I, 
I personally don't see it as a separate body. I don't see consciousness as a separate body. Uh, I think that was a good term to get those working at that level. Because I think Twitchell knew, as a lot of the masters knew, that man is where he's at. You know, and, and he, 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 it takes time for that, that level to, to unfold into these higher levels. That's why we chose to do uh, uh, Ekankar, the, uh, it was what was the, uh, it was the, um, what did Twitchell call it first? Uh, the title of it? No, Ekankar was no, known as the bilocation, the path of bilocation or something like that. Okay. Uh, and he first taught bilocation, out-of-body traveling. You know, that's if you read all the books there about the different levels, the different bodies. And then he officially came to Darwin and then he called it Ekankar, a way of life. Hmm. And he's the one that took Twitchell's, this is what creation is made of, this is what consciousness is made of. And then Darwin came along and said, now, be conscious and creation will work itself out. And so Darwin came, and he tried to bring about the now. Well, when you try to do that, you have a lot of forces against you. Mm. Just like what you see going on right now, all around the world, there's a lot of forces. We're in a major battle. This battle's been going on in the middle worlds, and it's now hitting here, and it's going to be a good one. Mm. I didn't when, think we would move this quick. When, what, the, the war, the battle? Oh, yeah. It's coming. I just find myself wherever I want to go, but I don't travel as much anymore. And I don't really, I'm not really into that because to be honest with you, that's a waste of time. I mean, it's fun. And there's some places that'll blow you right out of the water and it's beauty. Right. But we're viewing something that's created. And I want to keep teaching the viewer because if I pull myself down out of that, then I've lost my way. Then I can't do that. So I want to always teach that the highest you can always teach, and that is consciousness. If you can get, if you can get to the point of the now, you, you can't imagine what you've done yourself, what, the favor and the journey that you've had. And this is a good time to do it when you have a human body because you can work through things better. When you get up into the mental worlds and some of these higher causal worlds and stuff, they're so beautiful, you don't really want to leave. So you can spend who knows how long playing and enjoying yourself there, especially if you have buddies. <laughs> Yeah, you, you once said you can't imagine anything that doesn't exist. exist. Mm. Yeah. So, so you can't go to a place that doesn't exist. You cannot. It's like a video game. It's like think. whatever's been designed in that video exactly. game. It, you, there, is, there is nothing that doesn't exist that you can think of. You cannot create something out of imagination because the imagination is the mind, is the... And so exactly, there are places that are scary as you know what. I told you about one prison once, and it, there's just things that are so deep that um, I think sometimes this is why souls on this planet kind of grab onto things, you know, thinking they have security here in the physical world, and it's not. But I can I can see that. So if you watch the documentary, let's just say uh, a temple in Sri Lanka or something, you could. Put that image oh, yeah. in your mind and oh, then yeah. go oh, there. Yeah. You'll pull whatever up you want without having to travel there. You know, why waste your time? Now, you can put your, you can view anything you want to view, even in consciousness. But, you know, just do you want that? Well, it kind of reminds me of Google Maps. 
you can pull up a Google map. It's total like Google map. And, and oh. you, you can, you can actually go down to a street level and, and go wherever you want in the world. So if you looked at uh, consciousness as the camera, as the viewer, and you wanted to specifically put your attention on any, any address or any experience or any person or anything, then that camera would then focus its attention on that. And that's really what consciousness is expressing itself and learning to express itself. That's why you see so much of dwelling up and downs is that it's still learning to express itself in consciousness, uh, a consciousness expressing itself. And that's what you see in the human form a lot. <laughs> that's why I say the best thing you could do is get your physical body healthy. Don't get so involved with that, that it dominates your attention though, where your health is, is hundred percent of your attention. Make it a lot of it. But make, in that journey, spending time in the quietness of the now. And that's what the beauty of fruit and raw foods do. It, it settles down that inflammatory, acid, jittery, nervy thing and brings you into the peace and silence of the now. Mm -hmm. And then use that. Again, it's, you have to develop that. I've been 50 years trying to develop myself to keep me in the now without slipping down because some things can pull me out. You know, people that are hurting real bad, I mean, I'm a healer, so when I see somebody suffering, I mean, it just it takes my attention right into them. I want to help them. Now we're working, trying to, trying to work on these uh, poor children, like leprosy children and stuff, and uh, I'm excited as all get out about it. But I've got, a, I've, got a, a, I've got a key in the now, but at the same time, put some good attention on that so I can help them. You know? So that's what I think you learn, is learning to be in the now first, and then how do you navigate your mind, just as you said earlier, how do you navigate your mind and your emotion and your human body through consciousness instead of through thought? Mm. And that's what the bottom line, I think, would be. On the last episode, you mentioned that you struggled in your 20s and 30s as far as business goes. Yeah. You even mentioned that you, you went bankrupt, like you had some hard times. How did you get through that mentally? Did everything that you learned and everything that you inquired with Ekinkar and being in the now, did all of that help you through these physical challenges? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been poor up till about 15 years ago, and then I have a little money now. But I've been very poor. I lived in RVs with my wife and my uh, stepson. So we lived in little bitty ones all the way and all these years. But you know what? I'm so happy in the now, I don't care what happens. Throw me in a jail. I don't care. You only really have my body. You know, I, I, I don't care what I'm in. And that was hard for my wife at the time to deal with because, but she did real good with that. Because uh, it, it, uh, I was used to living in a Volkswagen van by myself. So when you take on another individual and you're trying to be in the now, complications do arise. <laughs> Especially yes, when you're living in small areas. Yes, sir. But I taught classes, Ekinkar classes about every night, health classes. And so about seven days of the week, no matter what my physical job was, I always taught. Because that's been my passion. Once you connect that passion, that, 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 I don't know what to say, the love you have for the divine does not go away. It intensifies. Mm -hmm. We have, in my, my soul, soul, I am free. free. Mm -hmm. And an original Paul Twitchell brochure. Look at that. Imagine me able to soul travel. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was Ekinkar, the science of bilocation. That was Twitchell's first name for Ekinkar. 
I can call it the science of bilocation. Mm. Did you actually join the organization Ekinkar, or were oh, you no. teaching it? You did. No, 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 no. I was a modest. I was a priest to work my. I was up in there. I was about thirty years in Ekinkar uh, as a member, mm. and then Harold Klimp. I kept when he came in. I kept saying something wrong with this guy, guys. He doesn't know the now. He's not teaching the now. He wants to make a religion out of it. And some of the higher initiates with me were going, ah. And then they end up leaving. And I stayed and I stayed, but then I said, I know. Uh, no. You know when someone's chanting the now and when someone's not. I mean, if you, if you know what consciousness is, you know when someone knows it and when someone does it. Yeah. I don't care what they claim. Who cares? A lot of yoga, a lot of people claim a lot of things. So, how would you describe Ekankar to someone that doesn't know what it is? Well, the new or the old? Uh, let's I mean, go with the old. The, the one you became involved the one in. I was in, yeah. What, and, and what year was it? Because Twitchell died in 1971, I believe. I joined in 71. Okay. And I left, oh man, just add about 30 years to that. Okay. Um, it was exciting because for those of us that, that realized consciousness and soul and, and, and all these different levels, it was just exciting to find information about it. I mean, it's like raw foods back in the 70s. You couldn't find books on raw foods. You couldn't go to your library and find a book on, you probably can't now, on fruitarianism or anything. So there's special places that you can go to find these books. And back then, maybe at a Shangri-La Health Resort or a Shelton Natural Hygienic, Mm -hmm. uh, resort they would carry raw food books but very difficult health concern uh, um, I can't know health uh, I can't remember their name but they had tons of books uh, on raw and stuff but very hard to get raw books and almost impossible to get out-of-body books once you learned about there was out-of-body travel to say you didn't know about consciousness you just knew you had the ability to get out of your body and go somewhere else mm -hmm. where do I get books where do I read about this so some detective said, well, go to the Rosicrucians. So I went to the Rosicrucians. Yep, they teach out-of-body traveling, but they use the mind to put their will on others. So I didn't want that. And so uh, then I ran into that. Hmm. You know, then it took me from just out-of-body travel to soul travel. And I'm going, well, wait, you've got... So really all these travels are is just where's, which body is your attention in? That's all it is. Which body is your, which realm are you in? Are you in the astral realm? Are you in the causal realm? Or are you in the middle realm? Sometimes that's difficult to know. When you joined, was Twitchell alive? He had just passed. Okay. He had okay. just passed. I would, I would have to think he was very revered, very... Extremely. I had... Uh, every night of my life there, I had uh, at least Twitchell and a lot of Darwin, and tons of Ruby Quants. Mm -hmm. Ruby Quants has been my main uh, spiritual guy. He, he's an incredible being. I just, I, I have nothing but profound respect for Ruby Quants. But Petros Ask, Paul Twitchell, uh, incredible being, man. And even Darwin, I, I don't care what they say about it. He was a very powerful man, very powerful. I went into a Facebook group, and I asked some Dr. Morse, fans if they had any questions and let me get my old glasses out because the old guy <laughs> i'm 41 now here's a... <laughs> awana awana 
I think her name is O-A-N-A, Oana. Um, yeah, she, she asked, what's Dr. Morris's spiritual name? Because she brought up the name you just did with Paul Twitchell. And, oh, yeah. how, and how can well, that's you... that's a good question. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I really don't know. So I really have if, no idea if, what they call me. If you Janitor, leave, I think. If you leave your body to help somebody, you have no idea. It just does it. Just does it. Like when you're, you can appear to a lot of people simultaneously. So I'm trying to help a lot of people simultaneously. So you'll have them, you know, you come to them in their dream states and you work with them. And sometimes you're working with them, you don't even know it because parts of yourself are being used. When you're working in the now, you're allowing, you're, you're allowing all this essence to go out and be used by the divine. So it's going to go, it's going to put you right where you need to know. I tell you about that lady with the juicer. This lady's juicer broke pretty soon. I popped up in her, in her kitchen and I pointed at her juicer, started running and I popped away. She mm. goes, damn. So, I mean, I didn't know that. I don't, mm. I don't, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's impossible to know all these things simultaneously. And I think there's an illusion out there that consciousness, you start knowing everything simultaneously. Uh, creation is different than consciousness. You know, knowledge, all of this will never lead you to consciousness. Academics will never lead you to consciousness. Matter of fact, if you're not careful with academics, you'll lock yourself into the mental world for a long, long time. You've got to be able to develop the mind to keep yourself awake beyond the mind. Well, that's why I think it's, it's very imperative to say how cool it is that you got into this so young. Oh. Because, you know, you got someone like me who is, I wouldn't say I'm an academic. I mean, I'm, I've, I've always been a researcher and a, a, a nerd, so to speak, and studying and whatnot. So, you know, I didn't discover this stuff until I was 30. So I got 30 years of programming to undo. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's a difficult thing to undo, to unlearn what you've learned. See, that's difficult. And this is why you see when you start conditioning the mind, you start developing the mind, you develop an ego with it. So then as you develop yourself academically, you also can develop a wicked, narcissistic point of view with it. So yeah. that's what you see in the medical community and some of the higher academic communities. And they still haven't a clue to truth. So imagine you wasted all your time. You lost all this time being unawake and you have lost truth and now you're harming those because you don't know truth and you're following these pseudo uh things that are set up by lower beings and the negative forces and you don't you don't even know that you're lost to that so now you start a horrible karmic will for yourself mm. you know so it, it, it's try to always be awake i don't care what level you're at the mind is easy to develop when you're conscious let it develop itself it, it's a great uh slave for you mm. but if it's your master you you're you're, yeah, you're, you're gonna pay a big price for it yes you are i remember enrolling to get my phd and it was kind of an ambitious egoic type thing i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna become a doctor i'm gonna be like dr morris and dr cousins and dr savy right i'm gonna be this guy through those five years, I changed a lot. 
And I had some Satori's and some awakenings and an understanding that we're not the body, we're not the mind. Man, when that diploma came, I was like, I don't even want this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I told you what I did with mine. And I said, how can I call myself Dr. Reese? I'm not even Kevin. Never mind Dr. Reese. This is, I went into almost like a dark night of the soul for a few months because it's like, mm. How do you how do you exist knowing that telling secrets? Now we yeah. we decided on the doctor because uh, we could have picked different words. This is a journey. I'm here to help those to wake to the now. And doctor, and the health is. Remember, I told you we're only using the health as a doorway. Right. This, the humans need it bad because it's the suffering is un, un it's un, unreal. The, the lack of understanding of truth on this planet is so bad. I don't know. But that's one side of it. The other side is those that want to awaken, I'm here. And, and, and so are a lot of other people, not, not just saying that, but you know, that's what I know I'm here to help is to bring you in that now and show you the difference between consciousness and thought mm -hmm. so that you can have a choice and then you can wake up to that and play with the mind, play all you want, but don't lose yourself. Because if you lose yourself, there's prices to pay. And then consciousness is what we're experiencing in the human state at an extreme level. And so it'll be probably a while. But so, what would you do with your diploma? I, I tore them all up. <laughs> I went and I said, you know what? I this is all crap. You know, because if you can't see truth for what it is, because diplomas to me are just a doorway to say, yeah, he went to school, so he should know. Yeah. Really? I mean, how many medical doctors went to school? They don't know their, you know, what from a hole in the ground. They don't know what causes anything. Yeah. I mean, how many years did you go to school? How much money did you waste? Yeah. So I tore them all up. And so after a while, I'll go get them back. I didn't get all of them back, but I got some of them back, you know, from a nature pathing about chemistry and stuff. But it was like only because, and I don't even know where they are. I don't even <laughs> care. I mean, it is all about you and I'm waking up to you because when you yeah. wake up to you, I'm right here with you. I, I had to change my viewpoint when I got the diploma. I had to change it to change viewpoint. this is you know, that this is going to help bring more people to me right. so I can it's help them. Operandi. The doctor title helps for whatever reason they value that title. And that's the only the reason we use that. And some people didn't want me to use it because the, the fight in naturopathy is bad, but I am standing tall because we are the main healing art of this planet. And right. they're trying to shut the nature path. They're trying to retrain them into medical thinking and stuff. And it's like, this is one old nature path that's going to stand tall and hopefully wake up a lot of other nature paths to understand the whole process of how you get someone well. I mean, I just got a letter from a lady. She was diagnosed with some rare disease. She's in bed for two years. She couldn't move for 20 years or whatever. And she just watched our program, went on the raw, took the herbs, and now she's out having fun, playing, and nothing's wrong with her whatsoever. But they couldn't diagnose her because they didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. So that's the sort of thing that's, that's, you know, I just feel sorry for But remember, everything is karmetic. So you have that choice. So we're offering a choice that you can grab this, will help you burn your karma off faster, and you become awake faster. Mm. Well said. Because when you join Ekankar under the right masters, strap yourself in. That's all I got to say. Does an ascended master choose you, or do you choose them? Interesting. You know, it's interesting.
Because remember, your consciousness playing the role as the unconscious being. So you have to, and I'm going to say something, I'm probably going to, I don't want to offend some people, but a lot of the ascended masters are not conscious. I mean, you, it's one thing to develop yourself, but a lot of you, you develop yourself into kind, you develop yourself. But a lot of them think they're developing themselves, but they're not at the consciousness state. You know what I'm saying? Most of these are at the cosmic consciousness state. And the cosmic consciousness state is a state where it is the most nirvanic state in creation you can have. The closest to the now there is, the one subtle difference. Here I am, and there you are. It's that thin line of the id that says, I'm an individual and you're an individual. But when you move past up that thin line into the soul plane, into those consciousness worlds, there's no you and me. We now merged and became one. So there's nowhere you are that I'm not, and there's nowhere I am you're not. We're in the ocean. We're just exactly one body of water. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who's the Brotherhood of Light or the Great White Brotherhood? There's been a lot said about the Great White Brotherhood, hasn't there? Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to say much about that myself. I think I'll leave that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> leave it there. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave that one. There was a Blue Hand uh, group. There was a lot of the uh, different uh, uh, enlightened groups like that. Okay. There are a lot of ascended masters that are talked about. Uh, St. Germain seems to be a very He's popular a one. one. Yeah. St. Germain, uh, St. Michael, uh, of course, Jesus. You know, the, uh, what is it? The, uh, um, uh, the I Am Faith. So the I Am Faith uh, channels a lot. St. Germain, uh, yeah. Michael, Jesus, you know, they, they have a lot of recordings of those channels. But again, I, I highly advise not to, not to become a channel. Uh, uh, it is not smart for one to open themselves up to become a channel. Mm. Because I can tell you, right now, you don't know who you're going to channel. And as you want someone hitchhiking on you, I can tell you right now, there's a lot of hitchhikers right now on people they don't even know it. And it might not be someone they like. I'm going to say that you want to do the opposite. You want to become strong in their consciousness, where that's your greatest protection there is because you're going to need it coming. So this is something you want to become more conscious, more conscious. That's your power. Power is in consciousness. Power is in thought. Yeah, it's, yeah you can have powerful beings and stuff. I used to get people to do anything I wanted to do with my mind. Yeah, till I realized, no way price to pay. And why do I care what they do? Why do I care what someone else wants in face? Why? I mean, that's their world. Why, why would I want to waste my time worrying about other people's journeys? You know, it's like I learned a lot about that. I have many friends. I know many people that are mediums and they're not enlightened you can tell they're not in the now they're not self-realized they're regular people who have this quote-unquote gift or you might call it the opposite of a gift a burden yeah well i mean i can understand how people can think it's a gift but uh the same thing with going under um 
uh, hypnosis and things like this, you've got to understand you have a soul there that you've just opened your beingness to. And mm. uh, my wife worked at a mental health clinic in um, Sarasota, Florida once. And the cops came in one day and arrested the male and female therapist there because under hypnosis, they were doing, a, you know, some things to their patients. Mm. And this is the sort of thing is that in the unconscious state, you are the least protected. Do you think that the Essene gospel of peace was real or was it fiction with a great message? You know, I've wondered about whether Jesus was a part of the Essene. I know that I feel he was a part of the raw food movement then. I think if you go back, you'll find raw food movements probably all the way back to Egyptian times. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I do think there's that movement, agnostic movement of, of, of better health, raw foods, out-of-body travels and stuff like that that he was involved in. And then if you look at the other 23 gospels that they found supposedly in the Dead Sea Scrolls and you read the gospel according to Paul and some of those, you have a much more agnostic, enlightened Jesus than Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know, when you when you use the four gospels, they, those guys were outside taking a leak when Jesus was talking, uh, you know, and you're using those gospels, you know, that, <laughs> to control people, yes. <laughs> what about the Dead Sea Scrolls? You know, that's that's where there's some juice. That's where there is some juice. But again, that's in the past. What's in the now? Mm. You know, and that's where man keeps wanting to go back to the past to see if he can fix. Oh, you can do that if you want, but if you want to truly expand yourself as an individual, have yourself protected answer questions that are deep within you. Some people don't even ask the questions you and I ask, of course, but you got to learn how to stop thinking. My favorite question is what's aware? What's awareness? What's aware? I like what, I like what better than who? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, let me tell you, talking about going into plant life and, um, in fact, I only, not only went down into the lower levels of plant, I went into the fruit trees. When I was in Texas, I was giving uh, talks in some of these uh, towns that were high Catholic towns, you know, high Mexican Catholic towns. And this one gentleman was telling me that every night he would have an out-of-body experience where he would go into this cat body. He'd feel his paws on the ground. He would feel the hunt and, and the kill. And he, he said, I'd go out every night. And I said, you know, I can help you get beyond that. And he goes, why? I said, good, enjoy it. <laughs> Holy crap. So there's all levels of things going on out there. And people are not always sharing their experiences with others, but for fear of condemnation, you know, and things like that. So it's, uh, I think people, it's time now to open up your doors, uh, learn how to stop thinking and become awake. Speaking of sharing, a few months ago, I had Dr. Gabriel Cousins on this podcast, your your contemporary, and I was happy to know that he also is a mystic. Good. That's good. He's got That's some good to know. amazing experiences, uh, one of which he claims Abraham came to visit him in a cave when he was in Israel. He just moved to Israel. And so he, 
you know, you guys are doing the, you know, you. Well, you know, <laughs> your occupation is a, a holistic health doctor, but behind the scenes, it's something else. The same with him, and same with you. Well, I mean, and I, I said to him while we were talking, because the conversation, just like we're right now. And I said, you know, Dr. Morris is kind of the same as you, man. And he goes, well, we should have a big conversation. I'm open. <laughs> we get a nice little three-way doctor thing going on on That'd Zoom. That'd be fine with me. That, I'm always open because... That could be a monthly podcast. <laughs> yeah. Truth, that'd be a wild podcast. I don't know how much he knows about the lymphatic, but spiritually, you know, you said it earlier, simplicity is the key. And always keep it simple. If you're trying to, you think there's some complexity about finding God and finding the, the answers to life, you're mistaken. That is the illusion. That's the carrot in front of your nose, or the apple, as they say. But uh, realize you are the living truth. Jesus said it himself, you are the living truth. Buddha, all I'm saying the same, Enoch, all I'm saying the same thing, guys. You know, but there's degrees of that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I like the F Masters, because I've never seen, I've read, Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita, I studied all that, living out in the woods, and nothing to do but read. So uh, uh, I love the Ekmasters because of their ability not only to teach you of these other levels, but to take you to them. And to get your feet on the journey of unfoldment, of, of letting things go outside of you. And I suppose that's the greatest key today, is just let go, who cares, doesn't matter. Yeah. Be the Buddha thing. Get out from the tree after 20 years or whatever and say, you know what? I've had it. I get it. Let go or get dragged. I'm the one. Yeah. I don't give a crap anymore. I'm just going to go have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> I asked Dr. Cousins something I'm going to ask you right now. Okay. What's more threatening to society? Being a holistic healing doctor or being a mystic that teaches a message? What's more threatening to society? What's more threatening to society is being more the mystic. Mm. Because you're in a society right now where the mind is, is salivating on the control of the ignorant. And, and so the, the, the war of that is of consciousness coming in, those that are more conscious realizing that they can shut down the mind by not using it. And the mind is retaliating. And this is supposedly a lot of the negative cycles, you know, the strong cycles of the negative forces. So I don't know, but I would say that would be more threatening. Being a healer, you know, yeah, you're going you're gonna to get booed and called every name in the book, but when you finally get to the point you don't care because you're, you're grounded in your truth, who cares what someone else thinks about you? You know, you get on, you have a YouTube channel, you get all kinds of these surfers and all kinds of pharmaceuticals pays these trolls and all kinds of things. You can say anything about me you want. I could care less. I am so happy with what I found. I found what I was looking for. So all I can say is I'll teach you, but, and I don't care. Say what you want. And that's what you got to get. You can't care what anybody thinks. Be your own. Who's driving your car? You know, you drive in your car, then don't care what anybody says. Even your parents, your loved ones, who cares? You know truth. Stand on it. Tiffany Ann had a question for you in one of the groups. She said, I was planning to go to a school in April, but it got canceled. I'm wondering if Dr. Morris is going to teach in person again. I put that class online. Okay. I put it online and in about a month they're going to have an iridology class that like no other let me tell you no, nothing is taught like this and then a level two 
both are going online in about a month. Society is going through a transition. So we're entering what I've been calling for a few years now, the digital world order. Digital world order. Everything's going to be digitized. Everything. And that way the World Bank can control everything. 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 The, the money. It is bad. Oh, population listen. control because they're going to release sex robots. No, 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 no. That's, everything. That's the one thing that people don't realize about this. And even those that think that socialism has a good thing, they don't realize who's driving the force, right? So the one thing is just what you said. The reduction of the population of Earth by hundreds of millions. And how do you do that? There's only one way that I see. Long study showing ineffective of a mass out of 100 people wearing masks, 85 got corona. Mm. <laughs> it's like, we've been telling you that, but the negative effects to your health are astronomical. And yet they're forcing that. You're blocking see, the oxygen. Oh, yeah. You're reabsorbing your CO2. We, we got to go back to Hilton Hotima. He, he used to say, even have a fan in your room when you go to bed because you want the air to circulate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Professor Hotima, George Plymouth. My, my well, that's what that, he kind of got me turned on to oranges because remember, he was an orange freak. That's right. Well, that's where I went into oranges and I'm going, yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's go back to that because we touched on it on the last podcast episode. How old were you when you went on all oranges? About 20. About 20. All so this, this happened about the same time. To be honest so with your, your first, your rookie season, so to speak. Your rookie Everything year. just hit me all at the same time. I'm excited. I found raw. I'm starting to go on it. I'm going, wow. Uh, I'm introduced to In My Soul, I'm Free, or, or the Tiger Spanger, one of them. Yeah. I'm reading that going, I found, that, I found the guy that knows truth. I found the guy that knows truth. Because in my being, I knew those worlds. And I go, I found it. All right. So then I started getting visited by them. And that was even before I joined. And then I'm going, oh, oh, wow. After I read the first book, it put my attention to them, and that brought them to me, too. And then, woo-wee. So between that and the raw, my world went crazy, baby. But mm -hmm. I'm alone. I'm out in the woods in my Volkswagen van alone, and that intensity is hard to define to someone. Mm -hmm. I had a guy on. He was out of the mountains of New Hampshire, or, or no, I think maybe on up into Maine or something, lived in a little cabin out with the bears. And he's one we could talk, I could talk with him about the alone state. Because when you're out there totally alone by yourself, you've got two options. Take advantage of that aloneness and go deeper into that alone state or freak out. And you were doing oranges oh, you while you were alone. Well, yeah, get deeper into that alone state because it goes all the way to pure aloneness, consciousness. What do you say to some, because we talked about this, that you've been sort of branded as the fruitarian doctor, which isn't I know, but I true. love that though, because the fruitarian life is, is, is by far, I mean, look, at, I can't even tell you the cases right now that are just on fruits that are quads right that are neurological cases that are now getting their feelings back some have been walking i can't even tell you all on fruit and i, I think i told you the last time in vegetables i can't regenerate the nervous system right but on fruit so that is exciting so yeah i am a fruitarian thinker i it's difficult for me to be one although i would love it mm. i i'm not spending my attention on it anymore then i was highly self-disciplined and all this but I got so much, everything is going. I mean, I feel a lot of things you guys don't realize. I feel you. So what do you say to someone that comes to you and says, Dr. Morris, I want to do six months oranges like you did. What do you say? You know, there's some of my students that beat me. 
There's some of these guys. I think there was some some lady with four years on, on fruit juices. Wow. I mean, I did I did four I did four months. It's it it's intense, but for me it wasn't. It was almost I can't tell you these were organic navel oranges by a special being, and it was almost like my body wanted to suck the orange into it. It was just so wanting that orange energetically in every other way that I just couldn't get enough of them. I would eat 15. These were, these navel oranges were grapefruit size mm. and there was nothing bitter. It was all, they were all taste like honey. Mm. They were sweet. And when I get bitter oranges now, I got someone sent me a, a load of navel oranges from California organic and they were bitter. I'm going, this is not, this is not raised properly because proper organic navel oranges are going to be sweet as honey. Mm. And I, the more I ate, the more I wanted to eat. I could eat 15 about this size, about a, a grapefruit size at one setting, and I could eat five settings a day. I'd have to buy bushel baskets of them. <laughs> right. But it, oh, man. Well, thank, uh, thankfully, it wasn't grapes. Exactly. <laughs> you would have you detoxed heavy. I, was grapes. I, I don't. But remember, I told you, I cut myself all the time. I healed. I didn't feel it. There's no pain at these levels. You'd lose pain. You lose bleeding. What you see at these high, alkaline energetic levels is beyond human comprehension right they've never seen anything like that let's talk about hotima for a second in his book one of my most recommended to people on this podcast man's higher consciousness he talks about how the original man the first man and he even brings it to Adam and Eve, the Bible. He, he gives the quotes, everything. He says, we were born breatharian. And fruit was essentially our treat. It was a treat. So meat, dairy, grains, vegetables, they, weren't even, they didn't even exist according to Hotima in this you know, concept. It was just fruit. You well, think he's you on this realize one? that man is not a caveman, of course. Right. And you and I talked about that before. He's an islander. Mm -hmm. And you realize that our genetic code is 96% the same as primates. And you realize we're frugivorous species. So you can see how that's in play. If you wanted to allegorically or somehow go back and say the Adam and Eve concept, uh, uh, where you have that, you know, uh, and what someone took a bite of an apple or something and then that brought them into the, to the realm of of the physical and digestion and all that i don't know you know you yeah. can say all kinds of things about that i guess but speculation who cares yeah yeah we're at right now where we're at where are we where are you right now yeah you know? because you know breatharian is very difficult i remember uh, johnny love wisdom you ever hear that name no Johnny Love Wisdom. He's one of the old guys back in the time, and he went, I don't know what I, he went, where he went, but I think he went nuts. He went total fruitarian. He was going into breatharian, mm -hmm. and uh, that's the last time I heard of him. Johnny Love Wisdom. Mm. He was going to go into breatharian and be a breatharian, and I've never heard from him since, you know, anything about him. <laughs> but so these guys go way out there, bro. I mean, they get deep into these things, and you never know. I mean, when you start playing out of body, you start getting deep in consciousness. This, this is just this planet, this realm isn't very unappealing. <laughs> I mean, I'm, re I'm reminded of Bodhidharma, the man who created Zen, and he's known for sitting in the cave above the Shaolin Temple, 
and meditating for nine years straight. Now, let's just assume that's a real story. He's got to be out of body or he's got to be in some hibernated Oh, yeah, I'm state. sure he's in consciousness. Yeah. Or he's, he's, he's doing, but remember time differences. So what appears to be nine years there, he could have been in some realm, you know, and even in consciousness. Uh, and that nine years went physically, but it didn't appear to him that way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He could have been gone for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. He could have been <laughs> gone 10 minutes in terms of consciousness, you know. Yeah. But it's eternal. There's no time measurement. There's no measurement. That's what I'm saying. If you want to know about the now, lose the identification of yourself. You're not Robert. You're not anybody. You're not, you don't have a body. You're not male. You're not female. Mm. You're not anything that you can identify with. So you have to lose all points of identification. Well, that means the id too. Yeah. You got to lose the self. People have trouble with this, especially people, especially people with kids and families. How do you look at your child and say, how does a mom look at her child and say, okay, this, this child came out of me. I gave birth to this child. But you mean to tell me that they're technically not mine? It's just another soul? Right. They're going to have to get to that. But that's a spiritual awareness. Right. Because all we do is manifest physical bodies. I mean, we're in the physical world, so all the females and males do is come together and produce physical bodies. What's the consciousness is using them? And no mm -hmm. one can claim that. That's God, you know? So yeah. it's consciousness learning to manifest in that form. But since consciousness has been manifesting in who knows how long before it takes that particular form. And that's what I'm saying that those of, uh, of those on the raw foods and the parents that are really opening themselves to higher levels, they're bringing in these higher beings. They themselves are going to have to understand as their children awaken, that they're going to have to halfway awaken with them, <laughs> or they're going to have little beings much more awake than them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had beings that, that were here that couldn't get with the educational system and they rough way to go. Mm rough way to go for both sides so i don't know what to say about you know it's all about growth but i said letting go i think our biggest thing we judge you know we judge others we judge things we use our minds so much we have predetermined ideas and concepts we're so lost in a social way all the books that we read now i hope that with the trump thing and everything at least man realizes that everything that you think you know has been fed to you your books in school have been chosen. Your your media is all corrupt. They they choose what you want to hear. And that's fed through what channel? Time Warner, which is all you know who. So Time Warner then is part of what? The World Bank and the mm -hmm. World uh, Globalist. So when you realize you've been moved down this road unconsciously, you know, you've been unconscious and been taken down this road, wake up a little bit. Yeah. Because if not, things could get rough. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard Santos of Santos Bonacci? No. Uh, he's a pretty notorious researcher and syncretist, and I had him on this podcast, episode 38. And so it turns out that he 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 loves you. He watches your videos. He, oh wow. So wow. Well, but he said back. he says to me, he says, I would love to talk to Dr. Morris. He goes, I think his practice could go even to the next level if he includes astrology. <laughs> well, I mean, we could take it to all kinds of levels. I'm struggling to keep it at this one. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because it's like right now, we only have one lab currently. 
Yeah. And that lab was just sold. So we're going through hard times getting botanicals. So it's a struggle just to maintain, you know, and, and deal with these lower levels of healing. And yet there are higher levels than this planet knows. But it's still, there's so much we can add to this. I try to add energetic experience to it. That's why I try to keep myself in the now, quite frankly. I try to let my energy go through every, every herb that you take, everything that you take. I try to let my whole essence go through everything that I'm teaching. That way, energetically, you're going to feel and understand that. So I try to do that. Where do you think astrology falls into everything? Uh, I, I definitely think there's mathematic cycles of everything in creation, yeah. but it's creation. Yeah. It's creation. Who cares what the cycles influence you physically? Who cares emotionally? If you keep identifying with those levels, you're going to keep yourself at those levels. And it's like, you know, become consciousness. Don't become I, cycles. Yeah. Become awareness. And then if you want to play with cycles, fine. Yeah, they're, they're definitely magnetic influences on everything. No question about it. And mathematics rules, right? It's like chemistry is just nothing but consciousness becoming thought, becoming frequencies, becoming matter. Mm. Why do you think chemistry is so mundane? Because it's... Yeah, I mean, it's just another level. Yeah. A lower level it is, brother. I mean, when you look at... Electromagnetic frequency of electromagnetic energy has to be real coarse to become chemistry. Yeah. Become so physical. It's not like it's more energy, it's a lot less energy. So chemistry holds energy in it, but a lot less than, uh, let's say, you're going to get when you become conscious or when you, you open yourself up to the flows of energy. That energy will heal your body like nothing else. So when you add your consciousness and that energy flowing through you, and you add the consciousness of raw foods and the botanicals, it's a win-win all the way around, but you can't even care then. I hate to say this. I mean, if you want to really get to the real deep essence of, of, of learning how to become awake, you can't care about nothing, including your health, yourself, or anything else. At the same time, you got to also take care of all that. Consciousness. You know, Gautama the Buddha famously called it nothingness or emptiness. And yet in that is everything. Everything. Because he could have been at a level where there is that. But when you take that next level out of that, there's everything. Consciousness, you can't go beyond everything. You can't go beyond the all, the one, consciousness. I mean, you can get levels of that, but the intensity. Could... He, he put a negative on it because there was no way to put a positive. There was no way to, there's no way to say everything. There's no, there's no words. There's no words, and you can't, it doesn't matter anyway because it, it, it's only for. I suppose one has to understand the difference between creation and consciousness to understand that difference between being able to know or see about everything and, and yet at the same time not. Because even in the lower levels of consciousness, you're not seeing in creation and everything that's happening, mm. you're in consciousness. You would have to look in, you know, you would have to put your attention. Well, when you move into consciousness, it individualizes your attention. So you can view remotely from the soul plane. I mean, let's just talk in that way. You can view remotely from the soul plane while your bodies are going through the things that they're going through. Mm. But if you pull your attention down into your bodies, that's where you are. So here we go. That, that makes the yeah. drama good, though. If you, you know, 
you're in most unconscious state is when you you mess up the most. You have the most experiences, you know, and you get the most karma. Yeah, we're in, they like that. We're in the play. We're in the lila, the illusion, yeah. the matrix. You bring these new souls in here, consciousness that's just now starting to manifest more in human form. They're rowdy, baby. Mm. They're rowdy. I've seen many of them, and they're rowdy. They don't care. They become hookers. They become all kinds of things. They're rowdy. They want experience. They want to know. They want experience. Yeah. I'm not here for that. We're here for those that want to awaken up from that. Mm. I don't know if you got any feedback from the last episode. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe but this, you know, what, these conversations that we're having, these two, beyond the body one and beyond the body two, how, how is your fan base going to be able to... Are they going to be able to handle this, Dr. Morris? This I don't is, know. We're so beyond the lymphatic system and the kidneys right now. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea, to be honest with you. I don't want to lose anybody, freak them out, you know, because I really want people to get themselves well and, and latch on to truth, you know. So yeah. I tell them, if, if you don't get that part, then just ignore it and, you know, deal with your health side, you know. But uh, I don't pay any attention to all that. I can't. Because this seems like, based on what I've heard, that the, the deepest you've gone into the divine on these two at least on recordings well i tell you what we are moving into a higher level i think you're feeling that knowing that so the health side is going to take care of itself plenty of our youtubers are so smart and they can teach and they're already healing people all over the world so i want to start seminars like x seminars hmm. where we have different modalities where you can speak and have different speakers and then we have different musicians with creative arts and what some of the beauty looks like beyond this world you know but, but, but will it have to be online with the new society coming in i hope not wait a minute you, you never don't i wouldn't count out the divine yet <laughs> i'm just telling you <laughs> Don't count out the divine. I'm telling you. Uh, there's things. There's things. So we'll see. Okay. I'm excited. But one way or another, you know, you and I are going to be gone out of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the more awake you can get yourself, you're going to wake up to some where you where you'll be happy you woke up. Put it that way. You won't mm -hmm. be lost in cycles again. And you don't want to be lost in cycles again. I mean, you, if you want to, you can, I guess, but I don't want to be. I tell you, once you find that now, once you find that alone state, hang on to it. It's like Jefferson. Well, you've got a republic if you can keep it. So man's been struggling to keep his individual freedoms all these generations, and now worse than ever. Keeping that beingness, keep, keeping that aloneness, keeping that consciousness in the marketplace is not an easy thing to do. That's the point. This, this, is, this, is, this is why a lot of people retire to ashrams and monasteries and the Himalayas. Mm -hmm. there, there's yep. beings up in the Himalayas right now mm -hmm. that... You know what? Not me. I'm not gonna, I have no reason to hide. I have no reason to put myself where we're going to do battle, baby. Spiritual warrior. Friends, yeah. Let's do battle. I tell you, I don't mind. I've been doing battle all my life. People have been after me for nature paths, the states, the feds. I don't care. We're here, baby. And I'm not here to, to, to find myself in comfort. I'm here to, to do my thing, and then I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are you? It's a long journey, bro. Yeah. Well, people are definitely going to get a whiff of that on these two episodes Good. on this podcast. So Good. 
I love them all, you know, and I'm here to help you at both levels. And if you don't get the spiritual level, that's okay. You know, work with your physical body and get it healthy. And in that journey, you'll start to awaken because it's impossible not to. Because yeah. thoughts are obstructions. Emotions are obstructions. And you're detoxing the obstructions out of your beingness. <laughs> Beyond the body, part two, I think is a wrap. Yeah, love you. Thanks. Thank you, Dr. Morris. It's Thank been a you. pleasure. Same here, my friend. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.